Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick, and this is David Smith, Yellow. the executive director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. Democrats control the Illinois General Assembly. They have a super majority. And where's that gotten us, right? Uh, we want to change that by electing pro-religious freedom, pro-life, pro-family, pro-education choice. Pro-small government. Pro-small government and pro-taxpayer candidates. We are hoping that you, you folks who are listening, will help elect Jeanette Ward to the state Senate. You can vote for her if you live in Illinois Senate District 25. That's right. It's vital that we get Jeanette in there, right, Dave? It is absolutely vital. She has been a strong voice on school board uh, unit 46 for years. We know she's uh, uh, not afraid of the, the feckless opinions of man. And boy, do we need her leadership in Springfield, where there are only 19 Republicans in the Illinois Senate out of 59 uh, total senators. So uh, we need her leadership, her voice. Uh, and if we get our, our druthers, we're going to get also State Senator Darren Bailey in that in the Senate. Here, and here. the two of them, woohoo! <laughs> well, you know, I think they could really make a difference and uh, maybe help some of the other senators find their spine. Yeah, Oop, did yeah. I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> but Traditionally here in Illinois, it's the House has been the big place where the power is divvied out oh. because of Speaker Mike Madigan. <laughs> Who? Could that Who? change yes. to the power shifting to the state Senate in light of uh, the developments of recent days? I, you know what? I don't know, but, uh, you know, uh, person A, wasn't it, isn't it, uh, yeah. uh, is, is been identified as uh, Speaker Michael Madigan, who has ruled the Illinois General Assembly for 44 years. And uh, what has that gotten us? Well, let's ask Jeanette Ward. What does she think has, has the Democratic rule under Michael Madigan's leadership done to the state of Illinois? Jeanette, welcome. Well, uh, hi, and thank you so much for having me on the show, you guys. It's uh, always a pleasure to, to talk to you guys. And uh, with respect to, to Michael Madigan. Well, thanks for having the courage to talk with us. <laughs> yeah, right. Not every candidate would do that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm sorry, o I always an honor to talk to you guys. I will never be ashamed to talk to you guys. But, so, you know, I, I'm running to protect freedom, faith, and family in Senate District 25. And you know, you can't return freedom to the people when the state is run by a cabal. And as you mentioned, on Friday, Democrat Speaker Madigan has been implicated in a bribery scheme involving millions of dollars with ComEd. Don't you think every ComEd customer should be furious? So when you pay oh, your absolutely. electric bill, when you pay your electric bill, now it's going to elect Democrats. That seems rather unfair. And it seems rather like it's stacked against the taxpayers in Senate District 25 and in Illinois. And yet my opponent, Karina Villa, who's a proud radical, by the way, supports everything uh, that we're against. She accepted almost half a million dollars in campaign contributions from Michael Madigan. And she's Whoa. been silent. And she's been silent since Friday. She needs to call for his resignation 
and donate Should that she campaign turn that cash money to charity. Back over. Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of dough. That is a lot of dough for a state senate district. Yes, um, it is. And and you know, it'd be interesting. You you asked the question: Shouldn't every uh, ComEd customer be furious? And you know what? Over the forty four years that Michael Madigan has ruled this state, uh, how many rate hikes have we had? How many rate hikes many have we had? Right, and, yeah. and 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 then to be no to know that ComEd is working with Michael Madigan to uh, build a patronage army for the Democrats. Absolutely, wow. that is Absolutely. infuriating. What? So much for being for the little people, yeah. huh? But a half exactly, million dollars. all the little people are are paying taxes and paying their electric bill, trying to be you know responsible citizens, and their their money's being used against them. That's right. But a half million dollars for a legislative race. That's almost unbelievable. That just goes to show you how much money is coming in yep. to yep. the speaker and his cronies. Boy, wouldn't you like a half a million dollars for your campaign? Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I would. It would help me. It would help me get the the word out. You know, money is a megaphone in politics, and it's very difficult to get your get your word out without without money. So it's it's rather right. it's rather unfair here, don't you think? It is unfair. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? You're a, you're a Christian. You believe that the truth is going to win, and the truth will set people free. And with the Lord's help, you're going to get your message out. Um, but of course, that is contingent on the belief that Christians are going to come out and vote. Yes. How important is it that Christians come out? Well, first of all, that they be registered to vote. Right. And that they actually come out and vote during the time period. We've got early voting that starts, what, in late September right. and through November 3rd. So uh, there's no excuse, right, Jeanette? Amen. Amen. And, uh, you you know, I often say this, but it's it's absolutely true. If, if every evangelical Christian would register to vote and vote their values, we could take yes. we could take back this country in an instant. We could take back Illinois in an instant. And, and, and by the way, this Madigan thing is really, really an, an answer to the, the prayers of the people of, of Illinois. You know, I've been praying along with with others that uh, that stronghold in Illinois would be broken. And certainly um, thank you, President Trump and his administration for uh, stepping up and prosecuting and investigating here. And it, it is right. coming to fruition where this stronghold will be broken. But and, and, you know, they say this every election. It's never been more important for Christians to vote their values. You must show That's up. Right. You must register and you must vote. And and uh, it, it's even it, we can beat them at their own game here if, if we participate in, in voting early because, you know, if we just use the tools God gave us. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But, you know, we also have to corral our friends and relatives to vote our way. That's right. Uh, you know, you have to be a little proactive here and say, look, this is what Joe Biden stands for. This is what your opponent, Jeanette, in the legislature can stands for. Correct. Yep. We, we have to be proactive. So, so Jeanette, you, you talk about biblical values. Can you list those values that you're talking about that you share that you think are very important for all Christians to make front and center as they go to vote? Well, sure, well, Jeanette, let me let me let me chime in here. I think a, a biblical value is privacy. And yeah. you were on the school board in U 46 fighting for privacy for 
girls in restrooms and locker rooms. That's, That's a great biblical point. value. That's great. Great point. Right. That is absolutely a, a biblical value. Um, we should not, and I have two daughters, as you probably know, we shouldn't fear when we send yep. our, our daughters to, to public school that they might be sharing the facilities with biological uh, boys and vice versa. And, and I did stand Who up. Who are gender um, confused, right? Right. Gender dysphoric students. I did stand up for that um, when I was on the school board and that, that erupted in, in 2016. Um, and, and, you know, and you stand up for that in the Illinois Senate. Absolutely, I will. Absolutely, I will. Yep. And and my opponent, uh, so much as I am one way, and I, I believe in biblical values and in freedom, faith, and family, my opponent is a proud radical in the opposite direction. She voted for that uh, LGBTQ history law that, that requires that your eighth graders can't graduate from eighth grade unless they've been um, given that, uh, that history training. Yeah, so I think STEM is more important than LGBTQ, don't you? And what is STEM, um, Jeanette? Science, technology, engineering, and math. Shouldn't our students be learning the the basics and the, the you mean the, you mean reading, writing, and arithmetic? Yes, the things that are gonna that, that are gonna cause them to succeed in our country. STEM's more important than the alphabet. Amen. Food. Amen. You know, in, in that's that's a radical thought right now, isn't it, Jeanette? I mean, it's all about social engineering. It's all about social right. justice, and um, and tearing down our history, cancel cancel culture, right, uh, right now. And and that's just um, not it. It's it's uh, it's actually indoctrinating children uh, to believe like leftists and Democrats. Yeah, I, I was I was very clear about that when I served on the school board, and I will be a stalwart defender also in the Senate. Amen. Well, let me ask you about the uh, LGBTQ history uh, law. Mm-hmm. There's no clear opt out in this legislation. There isn't an uh, opt-out. There isn't. Okay. There, right. Okay. Nope. I, okay. Well, the, the proponents have said, you know, it's kind of squishy. So would you support legislation that uh, would at least give parents or students a clear opt-out? Absolutely. And, and again, we, we shouldn't be focused on this in, in public school. This is the realm of parents. So I'm for parental freedom. Parental freedom means parents get to decide what their children will learn and what their children will, will, won't learn. And again, I will say STEM is better and more important than LGBTQ. Amen to that. So, so Jeanette, um, what are the main topics of concern in Senate District 25? Maybe tell us the geographic location. I mean, I know it's Elgin, but tell us all the uh, communities that, uh, uh, or the at least the main communities that uh, Senate 25 takes in, and tell me what you are hearing from the constituents. What are the main concerns from voters? Sure. Well, Senate District 25, it, it's got three precincts up in Elgin, South Elgin, and it continues all the way south to Yorkville. So down past uh, my favorite water park, Raging Waves, <laughs> it covers uh, four, <laughs> four counties, uh, Cook, Kane, DuPage, and Kendall, and uh, about 16 towns. So in, in the center of the district is Batavia, Geneva, St. Charles, uh, Northern End, Elgin, South Elgin, down south to, to Yorkville, but it also covers El, Elburn, uh, parts of Montgomery, um, those, part those of kind Aurora. of places. Part of Aurora, yes, also where I live in West Chicago and Wayne. So it's it's a huge district. And what are you hearing from the voters? What what are their concerns? 
So in Illinois, we have the the largest overall tax burden in America. So yep. you know that's the the main concern of, of the voters is, is taxes. And and when you put on top of that, the thing that happened on Friday, where now our electric bill through ComEd is essentially a tax. Now it's it's a corruption tax because it appears, based on the allegations, they they have been paying out bribes to to Madigan and the Democrat Party. So not only do we have the highest tax burden in the nation, but we we also have this this kind of uh, bribery tax that's been uh, being paid. And on top of that, the Democrats want to increase taxes even further through right. uh, what they call the progressive tax. I call it the aggressive tax because it will most certainly raise taxes on the middle class aggressively. And Darren Bailey, my friend, he calls it the failure tax. And I and that's a great way to categorize it as well, because it's an admission that the state has failed to solve our fiscal problems with two previous income tax hikes. It's a failure tax yep. and it's an aggressive tax. And not only do we want do we have the highest overall tax burden in the nation, but they want to increase our taxes further. And they're talking about uh, taxing retirement income now. Right. That's double taxation. It's already been taxed, right? Right. Right. Exactly. And of course, if they pass this constitutional amendment, which is going to be on the ballot and it needs to pass with the 60 percent vote to be ratified in the state of Illinois, they will, those who are in power, will be able to tweak tax rates whenever they want. Correct. And that is absolutely something they were going to, you know, Madigan wants in his back pocket. Because they will raise taxes on the middle class. There is no other way to do that. That that tax will not generate enough revenue to cover the hole that Illinois is in. That's right. And so would you say that the voters of Senate District 25, the working families of your district, are they taxed enough already? They are taxed enough already. Absolutely. And, and my opponent and the Democrats only want to raise taxes further. Well, what would you do? In the Illinois Senate to lower taxes. Yeah. Well, reduce the size of government. There's there's many things that, that the government are, is involved in that it doesn't need to be involved in. We need to reduce the size and we need pension reform. You know, I, I want right. our retirees to get what was the, the promises that were made to them need to be kept. Therefore, we need to reform that so that those those people get the, the promises that were made to them. So new hires need to move to a defined contribution plan and away from a defined benefit plan. They, they need to move to a 401k type system like as is in place for the private sector. That, that one piece alone takes up a quarter of the, the state budget. But, you know, I noticed that in all the discussion about the so-called fair tax or the graduated income tax or progressive tax, it's like, they have all these terms. There's no talk about reducing the size of government or right. cutting spending. And I'm it's, a- it's a novel idea, and they need to hear it. It needs to be debated vigorously. But with the supermajority of Democrats in the General Assembly, they think progressive means continuing to grow the government, right. bigger and bigger government. And I like what Dennis Prager says, the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. Absolutely. And that's the truth. When the government grows in its authority and its spending and its scope, our rights as individual um, citizens diminishes. Absolutely. A government big enough to give you everything you want is big enough to take away everything you have, right? And they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, we need to take a time out. This is Illinois Family Spotlight. We are talking with Jeanette Ward, a candidate for the Illinois Senate. What district, Jeanette? I'm sorry. Illinois Senate District 25. All right. So remember, if you live in Illinois Senate District 25, vote for Jeanette Ward. We'll continue our discussion after this. This should definitely be against the law. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. For several years, psychiatrists, medical professionals, educators, and parents have been bullied into accepting hormone treatments and destructive surgeries for minors who identify as transgender. But lives are being destroyed. A recent article of the Velvet Chronicle tells Penny's story. At 11, she decided she was transgender. By 13, doctors put her on hormone blockers despite not performing psychiatric evaluations. By 15, she'd had a double mastectomy. The drugs and surgery did not help her dysphoria. According to Penny, her depression only got worse. Now at 16, she's trying to raise money for reconstructive surgery. This child abuse didn't have to happen. It should never happen again. Eight states are now considering legislation that would outlaw medical gender transitions, often called gender-affirming procedures, for minors. But that's not enough. Come to Breakpoint.org. We'll link you to Penny's story. Please share it with pastors, educators, friends, and legislators. I'm John Stone Street. Thanks once again for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick here along with David Smith. Yellow. The executive director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. We're conversing with uh, Jeanette Ward, who is uh, Illinois Senate candidate and Illinois Senate District 25. Uh, Jeanette, uh, what areas do you uh, serve, want to serve? Yes, uh, Illinois Senate District 25 covers parts of Cook, Kane, DuPage, and Kendall County. It starts up at uh, Elgin, South Elgin, and it goes all the way south to Yorkville, covers 16 towns, including um, some parts of Geneva, Batavia, Aurora, Wayne, West Chicago, uh, Elgin, South Elgin, like I said. So it's, it's, a, it's a huge district. It's kind of shaped like a pair of lungs. So it's um, also in Congressional District 6 and 14, correct? 6 and 14 predominantly, but also parts of uh, Congressional District 11 where Rick Leib is running. And and by the okay. way, uh, a shout out to uh, Overweiss and Jeannie Ives and Rick Leib in, in uh, Congressional District 6, 14, and 11. We want them to win too. Absolutely. Well, okay, this is kind of a side note. I wasn't planning on asking, but how well do you think Trump is going to do in your district and in Illinois in general uh, on November 3rd? Well, you know, he hasn't in the in the the last election he wasn't super popular in in Illinois. We do live in a blue state, but I think that the the left has pushed so so hard and so far to the left that we are going to be surprised how well he does in Illinois, and in particular, Senate District 25. You know, my district went for uh, nine points by Senate to Senator Overweiss in 2016. So this is a very winnable district. Will suburban moms come out for Trump, yeah. given what's happening on the streets of our nation? Absolutely. I, I think uh, suburban moms are tired of the, the lack uh, of law and order. You know, um, suburban moms... I'm a suburban mom. We want to live in safe areas where our children are safe to grow and to and to flourish. And uh, you know, recently my Democrat opponent, uh, Karina Villa, she she attacked um, the DuPage County Sheriff for, for holding a vehicular parade uh, to to try to to bring some goodwill to the community and and Democrats as a whole 
and, and my opponent, um, they haven't been very supportive of law and order and law enforcement, have they? No, no they haven't. Um, speaking of her radical record and uh, the, the police department, is she in favor of defunding our police or criminal justice reform, which in my opinion, as I've been following this, has only led to uh, putting career criminals back on the streets in our communities to continue uh, uh, victimizing uh, the community. Well, uh, she she certainly hangs out with the crowd of far leftists that are in favor of defunding the police, like Black Lives Matter and, and so on. And she publicly attacked the DuPage County Sheriff, Sheriff James Mendrick, um, for trying to spread some goodwill in the community. She, she and her party certainly do not have a, a very good record at supporting no. law enforcement. Well, let me ask you, how did she vote on increasing their salary? the state lawmaker's salary? Well, she voted to increase it. And actually, uh, that happened uh, very recently. The, they passed uh, the budget. Um, the, the Democrats voted in favor, it, in favor of that, and she was included. And that, uh, that allows automatic pay increases. Um, their salary uh, equals more than 100000 per lawmaker. Um, as an aside, by the way, I am not planning on uh, accepting the pension. I will not take the pension. I will take care of my own retirement. Thank you very much. If I am elected, um, I'm not taking the, the state pension. I'm also not planning on taking their health care coverage. So I, I'm doing you. this because I care uh, about Illinois and I care about this district. And um, my company, where I currently work for, will allow me to work 50% if I, if I win, and I will take care of my retirement and my health care coverage through them, and not through the state taxpayers. So I, well, I'm doing this. That's a true public servant. Just think about that, though. Your, your opponent, during the middle of a pandemic, when millions of people are now out of work, she votes herself a correct. pay raise. That is correct. That. Wow. What? I, you know, out of the touch. audacity. Out of touch. Yep. Out of touch. And Well, uh, let me ask you this too, uh, Jeanette. You know, a lot of people this year are renewing their vehicle registration and driver's license, but they're finding, holy smoke, uh, it's not $99 anymore or $102 anymore. It's now $148. Right. Uh, and, and the driver's license fee is going up too. Yeah, um, you know, it, they're, but we're getting so much us. better service, day. Better service? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know a friend. How, a how friend, did your opponent vote on that? Uh, she voted yes on that. Yes, yes, she did. I know a friend of mine who had to, to wait, uh, was it five, five hours to get their 16-year-old uh, their license? So while the cost is doubling, the service is going down. Welcome to Illinois and, and controlled by Democrats. That's, that's what happens. And that's what my opponent voted for. Well, as a pro-life organization, we're also very concerned with how the Democrats have expanded abortion, so-called rights, in the state of Illinois. How did your opponent vote on expanding abortion, taxpayer funding uh, in the state of Illinois? Yep, she was a co-sponsor. So I want your, your listeners to understand, that doesn't just mean she voted for it. She was a co-sponsor. So one of the legislators that thought this bill was such a good idea she wanted to put her name on it 
She was a co-sponsor on the most radical abortion law in America that allows abortion right. up to and including the moment of birth, eliminates licensing, health and safety inspections. It paves the way for eliminating parental notification. She was a co-sponsor. Even pro-abortion proponents who are okay with abortion are not okay they think that's too radical to allow abortion up to including the moment of birth and taxpayers pay for it she's not just pro-abortion she is pro-radical abortion the most radical abortion law in america has she got money from planned parenthood yes absolutely she has planned parenthood endorsed endorsed her and gave her a lot of money. You know, when she ran uh, against uh, the Republican candidate, because she's currently state rep in District 49, Planned Parenthood sent about five flyers to my home, my home address. That is how much money they spent on trying to get on getting her elected. Now let's let's let the listeners understand why is why is that surprising? You are a registered Republican, I'm assuming. Correct, and it's a matter of public record that I have voted in probably every Republican primary, primary. in the past, however many years I, I've lived here. I think I missed one in 2004 when my daughter Charlotte was born, when I was in the hospital giving birth to her. I missed that so, general election. Yeah. So, so Planned Parenthood and the abortion rights uh, a- activists are targeting women, no matter their Correct. party affiliation. Correct. So, I would, I am what would be considered uh, a hard R in parlance of uh, people who who know yep. about elections. So, they they thought it was worthwhile to send yeah. to send flyers to to me at my address. So that should give you. And, and yep. a feeling for how much money they have to waste and how much they spent on getting Karina via my opponent elected. And that was one of the reasons why she was a co-sponsor on the most radical abortion law in the United States, which is now yep. law in Illinois and makes Illinois a net importer of abortions paid for with your tax money. Well, well, Jeanette, when you have millions of dollars from all these shakedowns right. like ComEd, Right. Correct. <laughs> you can afford to do this kind of stuff. But right. Doesn't this just talk about who she's going to be beholden to? Yes. Planned Parenthood. Yep. And Mike Madigan. Yep. Correct. Uh, yep. And she's not being going to be looking out for the taxpayer in District 25. Right. And she is trying to a friend of mine t- told me they they saw her stop at, at their doorstep. She is trying to portray herself as a moderate. Make no mistake, she is no moderate. She is a proud radical. And her voting record be, proves indicates that. Indicates it. Indicates it. She wants yep. to... So to deal with our, our our conscience, which is bothering us here as a culture, because we are um, celebrating and promoting and just killing the unborn, we have to pass recreational marijuana because we've got to soothe our conscience. How did she vote on recreational marijuana? Of course, she voted for that too. I would have been a no vote on that. I, I don't think that's good, good well, for society. You, there's talk that the, the next thing they're going to be after is the legalization of other drugs: heroin, right. cocaine, mushrooms, meth, et cetera. psychedelic, yeah, yeah, uh, acid. Wow, how will you fight against that in the legislature? Yeah, 
Well, I mean, the best you can do is to speak out about that. And certainly your, your listeners would be the, the best equipped to tell their friends and neighbors about that. I don't, I don't support, it's very destructive to society. You know, Jeanette, um, there's been a lack of leadership in Springfield. There's been a lack of leadership within the Republican party here in the state of Illinois. And part of that blame or a big chunk of that blame can be laid at the feet of Christian conservatives who are not making time to be good stewards of God, God's gift of self-government. When you're down there, uh, we're going to need your voice like never before. You're and you're not <laughs> you're not afraid of speaking out and taking leadership. And I'm praying that your example will encourage others to stand up and be heard in Illinois. Um, what's your what's your take on the current Republican leadership in the state of Illinois and what we need to do to bring us back into at least um, get us on the same playing field? Yeah, I, right, right. Give us a good fighting chance to stop some of this stuff or even promote some of the great policy ideas and platforms of the Republican Party. Uh, well, you know, like we said earlier, the the constituents of Republican lawmakers need to, to be engaged and pay attention and hold their, hold their uh, representatives and their senators accountable. You, they need to pay close attention to the kind of things are, that are happening in Springfield and and give their their legislators courage. You know, courage is contagious. I, I love to Amen. say that. Um, it, it, but sometimes, uh, sometimes some law, lawmakers need a little little push, uh, and that can be done by by uh, actively paying attention and engaging, donating to candidates that that you know are uh, unwavering in terms of their courage, and uh, also encouraging the the rest to to do, to do that. Uh, and speaking of that, you can find me at JeanetteForSenate.com with the number four. And uh, as I said earlier, um, money, it gives you a megaphone in politics and it enables you to get your message out. So if your folks are willing to help, um, I'm hoping they go to my website, JeanetteForSenate.com with the number four and consider helping helping me out. And again, on- any donation size that's too small? No. No, I'm grateful for any and all do, all donations. Any and, any donation size too large? <laughs> um, fifty eight hundred is the uh, maximum that an it's individual the, can give. So fifty eight oh one would be too much. Okay, so fifty eight hundred. <laughs> correct, <laughs> correct. You know, Jeanette, you you talked about uh, earlier the situation involving Speaker Madigan and the ComEd uh, situation. Mm-hmm. I have to think that the feds might be also looking into other utilities here in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think that's that's certainly a, a possibility. And, uh, you know, I, I can't speak to what they might find yet. But uh, I think I, I have the feeling, as do many other uh, taxpayers and citizens, I'm sure, that this is the tip of the iceberg. And uh, yep. God yep. bless President Trump and his his uh, FBI Department for of Justice, yep. Department of Justice for investigating here. And and I think on on Friday, the public is just beginning to see the kind of corruption that has gone on in Illinois for forty years. And I'd like to emphasize again that that my opponent took close to half a million dollars 
in campaign contributions from Michael Madigan, who has now been apparently implicated in a bribery scheme with ComEd. So every time you pay your electric bill, hey, hey, citizens of District uh, Senate District 25, it was going to help and elect Democrats who are allied against you, the taxpayer. Tainted money. Yeah. Yes. What ethics reforms would you recommend in Illinois government? Well, um, you know, I think that uh, you shouldn't need permission from the lawmakers uh, to to start investigating uh, something. If you're the the person who's, who's in charge of investigation, you shouldn't need their permission. You should be able to investigate uh, right then and there. Um, we shouldn't have lawmakers double dipping uh, at pensions. Um, yep. I think yep. lawmakers should disclose uh, their conflicts of interest and they shouldn't be voting where they have a conflict of interest. And and I, I certainly will be very careful about that if elected as a senator. Should public utility companies be uh, making these kind of contributions uh, or, or even any contributions to public officials? Well, I think uh, perhaps not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of what's happened. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, so Jeanette, Jeanette4Senate.com, right? Jeanette4Senate.com yep. Jeanette with the number four. And uh, I can use all the help I can get. So you, we know that you need campaign cash to get your campaign message out. But are there other ways uh, um, local residents can help? Can they volunteer? Do you need people stuffing envelopes, walking door to door? Do you need people walking in parades? I, you know, under COVID-19, I don't even know if any of this stuff is going on. Making phone calls. Making phone calls. Right. Phone calls. We, we always need volunteers to to walk door to door. We're, we're going to be experimenting that with, uh, with that a little bit coming up and certainly making phone calls. You can never have enough volunteers to do that. And they can sign up to do that on my website, Jeanette4Senate.com with a number four. So um, can they do that remotely or do they do it in your office? And where is your campaign office located? So I, I don't have a centralized campaign office. We're sharing with some some other legislators uh, right now. Um, but what Maybe we money. need. Yes, absolutely. To save money. What we people can volunteer remotely. We're using a system called Call Hub. So you can make yes. phone calls right uh, from the comfort of your own home. Excellent. And we, we can teach Excellent. you how to do that. So just contact you through your website or do Correct. you have a phone number or an email address you'd like to share? Sure. My website again is Jeanette4Senate.com with the number four. My phone number is 630-294-5927. And my email is info at Jeanette4Senate.com. We'll put all this information in the show notes so you can go right to the podcast and check it out. You know, earlier, Jeanette brought up the word courage. Yes, she did. And I think Jeanette Ward exemplifies courage. That's why she was the Voice of Truth awardee at an IFI banquet. How many years ago? Three, years, three ago? years ago? Yeah, yeah that, was in 20, that was in 2016. 2016, yeah. so but, four years ago. But you can be courageous, Jeanette, because you're a weightlifter. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, what, you're you're a cross trainer. What is it that 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 uh, thing that you do with the mud and <laughs> what is that called? Well, I I did a tough mudder in 2013, but right now I'm involved in CrossFit, and CrossFit's one of my my favorite uh, activities. Right. Well, it's Jeanette for the number four Senate.com. Please go to that website. We'll uh, have some information out there too. On That's that, right. With and that and you know what, Christians, 
pray for her. Pray mm -hmm. that Jeanette Ward and all these other godly candidates who are running crosses the finish line in first place on November 3rd. That's what we're praying. And you know what, Jeanette, I bet you can use some prayers for wisdom, discernment, and probably stamina because you're yes. probably running yourself ragged. So good health and stamina. She's already Thank got you. the good health, yeah. I think. Well, praise to your your husband and kids for putting yep. up with all this. Amen. And, and they're, I'm sure they're a source of uh, strength and endurance for you. Yes, they, they are indeed. And my girls often accompany me to campaign events. They're, they're the best girls and I have the best husband ever. My family is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jeanette Ward, Jeanette4Senate.com. Thank you so much, Jeanette. Uh, God bless you. And uh, we hope to see you in Springfield That's in right. January. In January. You got it. God bless okay. you guys too and the work you're doing. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. All right, Dave. Important okay, election coming up. We need to get people registered to vote if they haven't registered. <coughs> or maybe they've had a name change. They've moved within the state. They and if to they're going to be 18 on November 3rd, yeah. they can register now. In fact, they could have voted for in the primary. But if you have a child at home that's going to turn 18 by November 3rd, if you've married and changed your name, if you've moved, all these things, as you pointed out, you want to re-register and make sure you vote yeah. on November 3rd. And I would also encourage, yeah. talk to your pastor and your church leaders to make sure that they know that they can hold a voter registration drive in the church this month or next month. And there's a simple online website that you can go to for the Illinois State Board of Election and just fill out a form online and you're registered to vote. You can have just one laptop, two laptops, an iPad, what have you, in the back of church and say, come back, fill it out if you're not registered to vote, and we'll get you registered to vote. You can go to our website, IllinoisFamily.org. Right. There's a thing called uh, voter registration, a tab there you can click on. Yep. But if you'd like to hold a voter registration drive at your church, there's a uh, revolving box. Right. And it app. says voter registration drive. We have all the information you need right step there. by step. Give us a call 708-781-9328. Visit our website, illinoisfamily.org. All the information is there on how to do this. Uh, but of course, we want to encourage you get permission from your church leaders. You don't want to circumvent them. They need to give you the blessing to do this. All right. Well, Dave, thank you. Yep. Monty, it was, it was fun. Yes. Boy, we need more again. candidates like yeah. Jeanette, don't we? Yeah. We do. We do. All over the state. If we could only clone you, Jeanette. Yeah, right. We're, we're against cloning, though. We're against cloning. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Please support the ongoing work of the Illinois Family Institute and the Illinois Family Action. Until next time, stay healthy, stay active, and God bless. God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.